drunk witches today a little bit i'm adjusting my thingies so i can see everything in little windows everything in little windows i feel like that feels like christmas songy <laughs> little windows and noses on kittens and Beards on 350-year-old women. <laughs> Beards? <laughs> it looks pretty good on, on gnome ladies. There's a lot of lip clapping happening here just because... Because we're drinking drinks? Yeah, it made my mouth coated in, like, sweat. What? <laughs> a sweat-like substance. Drool. Drool is a sweat-like substance? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> now you do. Oh, you learn something new every day. I don't know. Well, if your mouth sweated, it would be droll. Hey, now, that's a thinker. Did you know that the thicker the wick on a candle, the less it drips, like on the long skinny ones? Like really? some of them basically just evaporate. Yeah. I had to work really hard on my wax wine bottle because it would just like evaporate from most of the colors and i was like no i want you to drip and so i'd have to tilt it this way and that way and is that why birthday candles don't drip uh probably but some of them do like it, the thicker the wick <laughs> the less they drip <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, that's funny unintentional Unintentional. Unintentional. Innuendo. Yep. That's where I was going, but you follow along and I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Come on. Tomorrow is, is a Samhain and we're sitting here singing Christmas songs. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with us? We hate those people. I fucking hate Christmas songs. I'm not even going to lie. They drive me crazy. That is one of the things that I do love about Christmas. Like, I don't enjoy Christmas other than, like, food. But Christmas songs are just fun. If you're about to tell me that you like Christmas music, I just, I don't know if we can be friends. <laughs> no, it's not that I like Christmas music. I like to sing Christmas songs. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that song that we used to sing in choir? And it was just so fun. Oh, Carol the Bells. Yeah, it was all over the place and it was just like challenging. And But it's like the creepy, eerie tones. Yeah, I, I don't like listening to them. <laughs> Why did the demon cross the road? Uh, I don't know. Because the power of Christ compelled them. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. So, welcome to Two Drunk Witches. Because <laughs> why not? Oh, I have to tell you a story, and maybe we can use this, maybe not. I don't know, but it's fucking hilarious. 
So Emma and Greg were having a tickle fight, and Emma was like, Mom, help! And I was like, I'm not helping you. Or he just kept tickling her, and then she was screaming, and she was like, Get off me, Dad! Leave me alone! Stop! And she was like, Oh, but but it's funny, but stop! And then she farted, and it literally (laughs) sounded like Greg did a raspberry on her back, but it was her butt. (laughs) And I was like, he, no, you're you're not Auntie Manda's niece at all. Like, <laughs> not even a little. Evil superpower. Farted on ya. Gotcha. Oh my god, it was so funny. And he was just like, that's disgusting. And I think my throat hurts now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of demons. Did it smell like sulfur? Pure methane. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of demons, though. <laughs> Well, I figured we could talk about demons because I've just been seeing a lot of demons in the news lately. Really? In the news? Tell me. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to be you got to be ready for this because it's pretty great. This one isn't uh, super lately, but the rest of them are. But this one was too funny not to include. So some demons in the news here. Here's a headline for you. You ready? Ready. Obama smells himself, confirms he is not a demon. (laughs) What? That's in the news? Yeah. Apparently, someone on the radio said that Obama smelled like sulfur, which proved he was a demon. So he smelled himself in an attempt to prove that he's not a demon. (laughs) Just sniffs his pits? Like, how did he smell himself like... I don't Some know. people just smell weird to other people, though. Like, I think that's a pheromone thing. I think it was just a politics thing. But why? Oh, he smells like sulfur. So he's, he's a demon. A demon. Yeah, it was like the first thing that popped up when I Google searched demons. It was like Obama smells himself and confirms that he's not a demon. I was like, what? <laughs> what else? What else is in the news? I don't read the news. What the fuck? This one starts with Florida, so you're going to love it. We all know it's good when it starts with Florida. I love Florida. Florida deputy performs exorcism on a child, instructs another to shoot anyone who enters demon-filled home. Yeah. Woohoo! So that pretty much explains the whole situation right there in the headline. What? (laughs) An Orange County cop named Christopher Doherty? 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 Yeah, sure. Doherty. Apparently performed an exorcism on a child and told another child that there were demons in the house and that she should shoot anyone who tried to enter. The police responded to a 911 call about the situation and they came up on the little girl in body armor lying on the ground with a rifle in shooting position. What the fuck? The boy who was getting the exorcism had a taser. So like... You think this little boy is possessed and you give him a taser. Great idea. And the naughty cop had a handgun. So, of course, they arrested him and they fired him. But supposedly he wasn't fired for that incident. He was fired for a completely unrelated reason in which the police department explained as, quote, a pattern of unsatisfactory performance, unquote. 
Like, how many exorcisms did he perform? Why is he performing exorcisms? Like, is he particularly qualified for this? Uh, I doubt it. That's why he got fired. And I'm just... So many questions. So many questions that will never be answered. And that's why it's hard for me to fall asleep. I have an answer for you. Florida. Florida. (laughs) I have another one here, though. This one's from Clearfield, Pennsylvania. It's from the police reports. It says, woman chases chicken, man attempts to summon demon. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that sound familiar? Like, I feel like I lived that in my childhood. (laughs) Probably. Winter, Wisconsin. (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) So repeat that headline. Woman chases chicken, man attempts to summon demon. Okay, so my mother had chickens, and she she would attempt to chase them. And, and she thought the neighbors were demons. And she would mostly fail. Yes, thought the neighbors were demons. But also, my stepfather uh, had a human skull in the basement and a demonic Bible. And my mom ended up burying that human skull somewhere over on that property. She will, she will not tell me where it is. Hmm. Lame. So... Woman chases chicken. Yeah, so this was just um, September of this year. I guess the police were just patrolling around when one of them noticed something a little strange. And the news article says that the police observed a man yelling inside of his residence. And the police made contact with the male who was alone in there. And the guy told the cop that he was attempting to summon a demon. (laughs) And I guess the cop was just like, well, okay, well, just don't scare the neighbors, all right? And the same day, there was a woman who called the cops because her chicken got loose. And while she was chasing the chicken, she was getting harassed by other residents in the area. There's no follow-up on this one other than that the chicken was returned safely back home. She was worried that the chicken was going to be sacrificed for the demon summoning. It's very possible. Don't go over to that guy's house. He's summoning a demon. She has to talk with all of her chickens every night. The next one is pretty freaky. This one's from Newton Falls, Ohio. The headline reads, Police arrest a man trespassing in Newton Falls, claiming to be an angel ridding the house of demons. And this story is a little bizarre. The police were called to a house regarding a complaint from a homeowner leaving for work at 5 a.m., that there was a man standing out in his property talking to himself and the police go to talk to this guy and he identifies himself as Mark Angel. <laughs> <laughs> like Chris Angel. How creative. <laughs> and he says that there he was there to remove the demons from the house. The cops told him to leave, so he did. But he said he'd be back at 4.30. Just to make sure. He's like, I'll leave, but I'll I'll be back at 4.30. Don't worry. Okay. So the cops leave. (laughs) They get another call. At 4.30. It doesn't say if it was at 4.30. It was at 4.30. That's when he told him. It was exactly (laughs) 4.30. He seems like he would be on time. This Mark Angel. He's Mark Angel. With a name like that, you gotta be punctual. (laughs) (laughs) But this time... It's the woman of the house, and she's saying that this man did, in fact, return, and he was now standing on her porch, demanding to be let into the house. 
She says that her father-in-law showed up and the creepy man left. So police start looking for the guy and they found him standing in the middle of a road somewhere. And the police eventually identify the man as, surprise, not Mark Angel, but his name is Daniel Pig. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just has an extra G. P-I-G-G. Daniel Pig. It's not even close to Mark Angel. He's possessed by the demon. Maybe. The cops mention his real name, right? And the guy, he just gets really mad and he starts yelling at the cops. And this is what he says, quote, You just met the most dangerous angel. And what did he do? He ended up getting arrested. (laughs) I would hope so at that point. Because he was clearly the most dangerous angel around. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, did he prove it? Like, thinking in my head, what was he doing? Like... Floating up? Did he extend his wings? Here is my halo. Next time I'm like mad at somebody or squaring up, I'm just be like, <laughs> you just met the most dangerous angel. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> I would just be embarrassed for you. <laughs> I would only do it to be embarrassed. <laughs> just to fuck with people or just whisper it in, in their ears as you're like yeah. going by them in the grocery store. Just be like, you've just met the most dangerous Dangerous angel. (laughs) By the way, as you're leaving, (laughs) just strut off, like shaking your butt. So I'm going to end all of my training classes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stop the recording right before that so nobody can prove it. (laughs) So there will be rumors circulating around. (laughs) Cassie, hey Cassie girl, she's the most angel man don't fuck with her (laughs) and then just deny it (laughs) i could have swore you said this no that wasn't me fuck i wish i would have done that i have one more and it's my favorite one the news headline reads police stop exorcism in home depot lumber aisle they're just performing exorcism in the lumber aisle (laughs) sounds like some menards shit uh it's home depot Ew, well, because this was in Pennsylvania. I have two out of all of these. There's two from Pennsylvania. So now I kind of want to go there because I'm like, what the fuck is going on in Pennsylvania? I don't know, but I want to be part <laughs> of it. <laughs> so what happened was, is that the police were called to the Home Depot on a report of, quote, disorderly people having an exorcism in the lumber aisle. So specific. So... I just want to point out that this call was made at 3.26 p.m. on a Monday. (laughs) What? And the police arrived to see what the hell's going on. And apparently there were two people in the lumber aisle performing an exorcism for the dead trees. I don't know what that means. Like, the demon entered the lumber, the dead trees. They were in the trees and then they were cut down. Like, they had been trapped in the trees. What? I don't know, but I would like an explanation. <laughs> Me too, and I want to know what happened to these people that were... They were just simply escorted out. There was no arrest. But I guess this went around on social media among the local area pretty quickly for a good laugh, right? Someone commented on it and said, The power drill of Christ compels you. <laughs> Oh, I love people. And then another commenter expressed their disappointment that no one had recorded the incident. 
on video. Yeah. That would have made a great TikTok. Just take three minutes to step back and record them before you escort them out. I mean, what's three more minutes going to hurt? It's 3.26 p.m. on a Monday. I want to see those body cam vids. How do we request? We <laughs> How do we recreate George? Are you doing your how to recreate George video came video? She's reverting to her hillbilly north of highway childhood life. How do we recreate you? <laughs> Remember <laughs> the first time we ever got drunk? I sure do. We drank skanky or <laughs> We drank that skanky. We drink skunky. Figure that out. Skunky ass Heineken beer that was already skunky because it's Heineken. (laughs) Sitting in a barrel in the garage. Thought it was in an inflatable pool. At first, that's where they put it to make it cold, but it sat in a garage in a barrel. And then it, it came from a bar that the basement flooded so they couldn't sell it or some shit. So they gave it away and my parents took it. So technically, the first time I ever went camping was in your front yard. That was the first time I technically ever went camping, too. Because we set up a tent in your front yard and got fucking Shwasty off a Heineken and listened to WOJB, the only one that would come in. For the reservation, the LCO reservation. Yeah, and then we gave each other piggyback rides and would fall because we were drunk and then we would laugh because we couldn't feel it. And then then I puked all over your yard. You did. And I tried to wake up early so I could get the hose and, like, spray it so my mom didn't know. But there's no way she didn't know. I mean. (laughs) I know, right? I remember looking for my sandals because we were going to take a walk down the road when it was still a dirt road. I was looking for my sandals underneath the bench on the porch. And I was just, like, scrounging around. My mom came out and she's like, what What are you doing? doing? (laughs) I was like, looking for my sandals. (laughs) okay so what do apostrophes and demonic behavior have in common uh they come in between (laughs) 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 they come in between no um (laughs) good guess they're both signs of possession Uh Apostrophes and demonic behavior. <laughs> this is serious. Susuous business. Okay, get serious. Summoning and invoking demons. Oh, shit. Super serious. <laughs> Devil says keep it brutal. <laughs> this is for real, like, serious subject, though. So even if we're laughing, please don't think this is a joke because this is a serious matter. <laughs> We're just in a goofy mood. Oh, God. Yeah, we are. Sorry. Sorry, but summoning. Invoking. (laughs) (laughs) The average witch doesn't work with demons. So, like, super serious. I don't work with demons on purpose. (laughs) But it happens sometimes. Some people might, though. So, I mean. Exactly. Or some people might want to. And those people who are interested in it, like, I really recommend looking into demonology and doing your research because there's so much information out there about demons, the different types of demons, the different classes, their names. I'll get into a little bit of it. I'm not going to tell you any of their names. So uh, 
I've got to talk about summoning versus invoking. They're super similar, but there's those gatekeepers out there who are like, it's not the same thing. Summoning is different than invoking. Which it is, but very slightly. So invoking is basically to summon, but request something. Oh. So summoning in general is just like, come, come, kiss, kiss, kiss. Mm. Come, come here. here. Like, I want you to be here. Invoking is come here so I can ask you a question or ask you to do something because I, I'm asking you to come because I want you to do something. That seems dangerous. Well, if you're going to ask them to come, there should be a reason. Don't just ask them to come. I mean, I wouldn't. But if you want to, like, oh, oh hey, how's it going? What you doing <laughs> over there? I just want to have a nice little fireside chat. Yeah, no, they're consistent liars. Like, you're not going to get a lot of information out of them that's truthful. Um, but Amanda. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what summoning is about. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. When you summon a demon, we're transferring them from its home plane into our physical world. And this can happen literally anywhere in the correct circumstance. It might not always be the demon you want to summon. Oh, because they're shysty fuckers. They are, and you have to be very specific with everything that you're doing here. So that's why I'm saying, like, demonology. Research it. Really get to know it. Get to know all the different demons. Talk to other demonologists. Consult a professional. So invoking a demon would be uh, to summon and bind them and make a deal with them. And the first step of summoning a demon is to identify them. So you want to get to know the specific demon that you are calling. You can't just be like, demon, 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 come come to me. me. That's (laughs) that's going to give you all kinds of problems. (laughs) I can't imagine why. (laughs) I mean, eh, I'm not picky. (laughs) No. A lot of the time they have two different names. Only one of them is their true name and you need their true name to be able to basically control them and make sure that no harm is done to you or your loved ones or they get loose, basically. And this kind of reminds me of Rumpelstiltskin. You remember that story? Yes, I do. That one creeped me the fuck out when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure that fucker was a demon now that I was reading about all of this. He crossed over to the human plane and offered to assist this maiden with the impossible task of spinning straw into gold at the cost of her firstborn child. The only way she could get out of this deal with him, with Rumpelstiltskin, was to learn this little fucking asshole's true name. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I smell what you're stepping in. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) My mouth sweating all over the place. I can't get over that. My mouth sweating all over. Drooling. (laughs) There are many kinds of demons. And you could read about at least 72 of them. 
in the lesser key of Solomon, which also goes on to explain the type of demons that they are. Messengers, grunts, soldiers, there's kings, there's dukes of demons. How strong or weak they are. It, it, it like goes into all the little specifics and what they like and what they dislike and how to summon them properly. And what you need to keep in mind, like their personalities... And their true name is also listed as well and other names that they go by so they can't trick you if you have done all of your research. So, yes, The Lesser Key of Solomon is a very interesting read. A friend of mine a long time ago let me borrow it and I just kind of skimmed through it. And it's, it's basically a grimoire of demons and how to summon them. Oh. Excellent. You cannot safely summon a demon. So if you don't know the specifics of the demon that you're summoning, like I said before, like you can't safely summon them. You can't just be like, demon, demon, demon come, 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 come. Once you've learned... <laughs> what? Was what? <laughs> demon, demon, come, 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 come. I have another joke. <laughs> so perfect what is the name of a demonic cookbook om nom 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 (laughs) the necron nom 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 (laughs) oh it's fucking great Uh, I think so too (laughs) (laughs) so after you've researched the specific demon that you would like to summon and invoke you want to prepare your space A clear space with few obstacles and distractions. Remove anything hostile or threatening to a demon unless you're trying to bind it. Obviously, then you want to have certain things that will protect you that may be threatening for them or have it hidden behind you. Mm. I don't recommend having children or animals near the space that you'll be summoning because it will distract the demon and... They will want to negotiate with you on how to get them and keep them. Ew. A good way to do it is have a circle marked with candles and a dark room in like just a clear space. It could be a dark room. It could be out in a field, but just nothing that you hold precious or dear that you're not willing to sacrifice Mm. or negotiate with. And you have to entice them with something, which you'll learn about for each individual demon and what they like in particular. It's hard for them to stay on our plane without some kind of sacrifice or nourishment. So a sacrifice can be prepared to appease them and place them in a good mood to strengthen the effect of the summoning and also distract them long enough for it to at least consider the bargain that you're offering if you want me to come over to your house you better have beer exactly like if you want them to stay if you want me to do something for you what's in it for me you better be buying me uh at least a 12 pack of beer exactly so learn what they like sacrifice so they'll consider the bargain speak to the demon in a way that will compel it To make that bargain with you, to make that deal. 
An offer they can't resist. Come, come, kiss, kiss. Repetition is good. Keep hmm. repeating yourself, distract it. The more willing the demon is, the easier it is to even get their attention in the first place. I really don't recommend summoning demons. However, if this is a topic that interests you, I encourage you to do your research, learn about the different kinds of demons, what they like, what they don't like, who they are, what their personalities are, um, how to properly do the invocation, getting them to come to you, a very high level ritual. So like you are very specific in everything that you're doing with your ritual is the most likely successful way to summon a demon. And then after you've made your negotiation with that demon, you want to banish or release them back to their home. To release a demon, you can scratch, draw a clear straight line with other little crosses all throughout the circle and say out loud that you're releasing the demon and you have to use their true name. Otherwise, if you're using their fake name, you can summon them. You can probably get them to come to you, but you can't release them. But then they're in control. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and it's not something that I would do. It might be something that uh, some people somewhere might do. But it, even if you don't, it's an interesting thing to know. I thought you would find it interesting. I thought it was really interesting, too. Like, I probably, I'm not going to take the steps. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice anything. I love animals. Maybe I'll give you something from my garden next year or I'll bury a dead possum for you. But that's a goddess status. Yeah, it's not really demon. They like blood and... Because we're just not really into that but no judgment if you are just don't do it at my house no it's really cool tell me about it if you do it i want to know number one golden fucking rule on two drunk witches is you do you take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't um if you find it interesting like we do cool if you don't just i'm sorry (laughs) no it's interesting things like to know but I mean, there are times where you don't really have too much of a choice in the matter and demons may come to you, which accidental summoning or they were let loose by, honestly, I feel like Mothman might have been an accidental summoning or they did it wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of people fucking died because of it. Like that whole sightings and then the bridge. My friend was telling me about that. The one that lent me the lesser key of Solomon. And I I don't know. It makes sense. What What the fuck? fuck? It does. So that just goes to show you, like, you really have to know what you're doing if you're going to do something like that. But, I mean, sometimes things just find you. I feel like maybe demons, it might be rarely that that kind of thing finds you. But I do know someone, I won't say the name, just an instance of a demon showing up in someone's life. So this guy, um, he was dating this girl one time and 
he was like, yeah, she's this super cool chick and was awesome, really fun to hang out with. Like, really liked her. And they were dating and whatever for a little while. And he brings her back to his house a few times. You know, they make dinner together and whatever. Well, he said one night he was sleeping next to this girl and he felt somebody like breathing on him and he just woke up and was like fucking terrified because he could just feel this thing fucking breathing on him right and this starts happening more and more and this whole time this guy's like telling his mom about it and she's like yeah i don't i don't fucking like this and he's like well i don't know what to fucking do because I really like this girl, but this shit's weird. So one night, they're literally just cooking dinner together, right? And he's like, I don't even know what actually happened. I just was cooking with her, and then she starts beating the ever-living fucking shit out of me. And this guy is no bitch, but it's not like he's going to have a fist fight with her or anything either. And he, But he said this girl beat the fuck out of him. And he said he has never been hit so hard in his life. I was seeing stars and like I was blacking out and shit as she's beating the shit out of me. And then she actually ended up calling the cops on him and saying that he was beating her up. And she didn't know the address of where he was. And so the girl grabs his license out of his wallet and calls the cops and uses the address that's on his driver's license to come to her rescue. Well, the driver's license address was at his mom's house. And so the cops show up to his mom's house and his mom was like, this is the actual address and you need to get there now because I know what's happening and it's not because my son is beating the shit out of this girl, right? So the cops come. They ended up actually calling in the fucking SWAT team to come in and get her. She was just being crazy and whatever. Like she just went from the super cool chick, easy to get along with, cooking dinner together to this. And he said that he didn't get in any trouble because the cops knew, like, when they walked in, like, he was the one that was all bloody and, like, beat up or whatever. And she's fine. And as they're arresting her and taking her out of the house, she's, like, laughing and, like, looks back at him and she's like, thank you. Thank Thank you. Creepy. I mean, that kind of thing to me um, speaks to a very, very fucking evil entity. Demon. When he said that he would wake up in the middle of the night to something breathing on him like it was jealous. Ugh. Ugh, right. I have a story about my mom's possession shit. Ooh. Well, demonic encounter. So my mom told me this story. And she had opened a doorway between the planes in her bedroom door. This is what she told me. I think I was like 13 or 14. It was not long after we became friends, but she pressed her arms in the doorway of her bedroom and she did a little incantation about opening it up. And she had a dream that night about my father on top of her. And it was like a waking dream, like sleep paralysis. And it looked like my dad pressing his hands against her arm so she couldn't move and sitting on top of her. 
and it was saying, this, this is what you wanted. Fuck me. And she looked back at it and said, you're not Matt. And its face melted off into like a gooey, sticky, bloody demon face. And she was trying to like scream and yell and move to wake up her husband at the time, like my stepdad. And she couldn't do any of that. And he wouldn't wake up if she could make any movement. And she had to do uh, the son, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Trinity? Yeah. She did the Holy Trinity and it disappeared. And then she told me about it the next morning. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, mom? Like, don't mess with that. No, let's not. Let's just make a doorway to our bedroom. <laughs> that anything can just come through. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. While I'm sleeping and vulnerable, seems like a great idea. Ugh. No, but thankfully, if there are things like that that happen, there are ways that you can banish. Sometimes you might need help. Sometimes you might need to do several things. But what's worked best for me, which I'll start with, is the banishing candle. So you can use this for demons evil entities, unwanted spirits, or simply to get rid of any negativity or to get someone to leave you alone. You're an ass. Not to make weird faces. This is just my face. Trying really hard. What I like to do is just go to Dollar General and get a candle. They usually have these tall candles. (laughs) These tall candles in like glass. The Jesus ones? No, get the plain ones. <laughs> you get- she always gets me the fucking Jesus one. <laughs> well, if you're a Christian witch, because there are Christian witches, you could get a Jesus candle if you wanted to. They have those tall, long ones that come in the are merry the nice thick glass jars. Then I'll just grab like an old pan and put a little bit of water in it and put the stove on low, let it simmer, and you put the candle in the pan. It's like a double boiler of sorts. And then the wax will melt. And once it's all melted, um, you can start adding stuff to it. So one of the things I like to do, especially because you can get whatever color you want. Um, It just depends on what they have in stock at the time. Sometimes there's black ones or other colored ones, but mostly there's white ones. And for banishing, I personally prefer black. You can make it black. And white can always be whatever color you need it to be. Right. So, like, if I want to make it black, I will get out my mortar and pestle and I'll smoosh some coals into a powder and add some ashes and I'll pour it in there and, like, mix it around. And it will darken it, make it, like... Usually I get like a dark gray color, not necessarily black, but it's the intention. And to me, it's more you're using the coals from a fire, especially if it was like a big bonfire or a spell fire or something. It holds that power. So and then I'll add maybe some graveyard dirt and some banishing herbs, of course. Some good ones that you might already have in your cupboard would be like basil, black pepper, cayenne pepper seasoning, garlic salt. I mean, you get the garlic and the salt in one. That's great. Um, bay leaf. Some other good ones would be like Palo Santo chips, some cedar, thorns, black salt, or angelica root. 
And then you can add some essential oils like frankincense, vetiver, or sandalwood, cinnamon. Just basically whatever feels right, whatever you prefer. There's no real rules. And once you have all that in there, shut the stove off, let it cool down a little bit, and let the wax reharden some. But when it's still a little mushy at the top, you can add some small stones on the top. I like to use little stone beads for this. You can get them in like strings or just tiny little stone beads. Work great for slapping on the top of candles. Yeah. I have a little interject here. Like when you're making candles like this and you're using herbs and stuff, make sure that they're ground up and very fine in the candle. Like if you have big chunks or like a whole ass pine cone. It's going to burn the fuck out of that wax, and it's just going to make a goddamn forest fire in your candle jar, and it's a pain in the ass. Don't do that. That's a DIY fail. I have the burn marks in my furniture to prove it. (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I watched a TikTok the other day where somebody bought, like, special spiritual candles that were homemade from a farmer's market, and there was a whole fucking pine cone. And the pine cone was just, like, going forever, lit up, and it, like, melted half of this beautiful triangular candle, you know, like, what is it, pyramid, and it melted half of it, and she had to, like... She had to take a little pot and put it on top of it to stop it from being so flamey. And it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know why you would put a whole ass pine cone in it. I don't know why I do half the shit I do, so I get it. Sometimes I like the chunks because it burns so crazy like that. But if you do that, I have this little cauldron, the like the one that you got me. I like to put the candles in there and burn them because that disperses the heat. Like, put it on a candle holder of some kind. Don't directly put it on your furniture or burn it outside, like on concrete, something, if you do the chunks. That is a good point. Yeah, you can make a mess. Absolutely. Or start shit on fire. I like to light candles and then I have like chunks of sage and cedar and stuff that I just throw into my candles while I'm working. Just like, oh, maybe this will make me feel better. I'll throw some sage in here. Yeah, then it turns into a forest fire in my office. And then it's really smoky. Super smoky. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> little stone beads. <laughs> Um, you could use black tourmaline, <laughs> amethyst, tiger's eye, bronzite, whatever suits your fancy. And then you just let it harden the rest of the way and voila, you have a forest fire in your home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or just put it outside. Just like burn this shit outside. Like, that's a great idea. <laughs> Even the evil spirits can't stand it. So smoke them out. <laughs> You know your husband's evil when he doesn't like the smoke. (laughs) No, I just can't breathe, bitch. And these spells that I found, I'm kind of going from like light magic to gray magic to dark magic. So there's a little something for everybody here. This next one is still more of a pretty neutral or light one, but I really want to try it out. I haven't tried this one, but it's called a new moon banishing spell. So if you 
aren't super into candle spells uh, or you follow the moon, this one might be for you. Um, this can be used to banish demons, dark or evil spirits, people, or even situations or circumstances. There's a, a variety of things. It just depends on what your intentions are. You will need a representation of the thing you are intending to banish. This could be a photo, a drawing, belly button lint from the person. Belly button lint. <laughs> that you want to banish. Or just something that reminds you of the thing that you're trying to banish. You will also need a glass bowl, a mortar, a charcoal tablet, and a black candle. Under the not light of the new moon, find a quiet place. Cast your circle if that's what you're into or don't if it's not. Uh, I'm not your mom. Can't tell you what to do. Use your black candle to start your charcoal tablet on fire and then place the charcoal tablet in the bowl along with the chosen object that represents what you're banishing. Focus on your intentions, meditate on it a little bit, crush up that charcoal with your mortar and smear it on the object, like deface that shit, fuck that shit. And then when all the charcoal is crushed, destroy the remains in any way you like. You could bury it, flush it down the toilet. I don't fucking care, just get rid of it. And then you could meditate on the banishing energy and your intentions over your black candle. And then when you're ready, blow out the candle. It seems pretty simple. Not a lot of ingredients. Straightforward. Cassie, you discussed um, in a previous episode a very awesome and effective demon evil spirit jar trap spell. I did. I think it was episode three the people potato was it the people potatoes it's the people potato episode so if you want to check that out it's in the people potato episode i hope that's right but i have a kind of a different one um just for some variety here um, and this can be used for banishing all the same things that the other ones are for you will need pen and paper Glass jar, a salt, a salt, <laughs> salt, salt, a salt, <laughs> a salt, <laughs> a salt. You will need some vinegar, a lime, two long nails, and some ash. So with this one is a little bit more of like a gray magic kind of thing, depending on what you use it for. Intention is everything, right? So write the name of the thing or the person or situation, whatever it is that you want to banish on a piece of paper. And basically just writing down your intentions in a physical form. Take a lime, cut it twice, once horizontally and once vertically, but don't cut. Can you use a lemon? You could use a lemon too. So do those cuts, but don't cut it all the way through. Place the paper inside the cut that you made inside the lime or the lemon and hold it together with two long nails. Place the lime in the jar and pour in the ash, the salt, and the vinegar on top of it. Screw the lid on and the deed is done. And then this one is what I like to call a naughty. So this is a little more dark magic. Um, it's called a banishing stone. 
So if you have a river stone, and I find these from time to time, but I've always called them wish stones. And they're stones that have like veins of quartz or another mineral mineral or something that go all the way through the stone and form like a circle. So you take one of these stones, dress it with like a banishing oil, and you could make this yourself with essential oils, a drop or two in some grapeseed oil, however you prefer to do it. But while focusing on your intentions, name the rock after the person or the thing or whatever it is that you're wanting to banish uh, while you're dressing it with this banishing oil. And then after sunset, throw the rock into a graveyard to banish spirits or entities. Why in a graveyard, though? The graveyard, because you're... Because if you were really naughty and uh, no judgment here, you do you. And if you were, it all depends on your intentions. Like if you're getting rid of an entity, it says always to throw it into a graveyard because you're like ending it. But you could Um, also do that to a person. I just don't want to fuck with the people who are in the graveyard. I get that. It just seems disrespectful. You could always throw it in the woods near the graveyard. Throw it in the river. There is. You can throw it into a river to cause drowning. Drowning of the spirit, the entity. You could also throw it onto a road to cause a physical relocation. So, like, somebody you don't like, you want them to move, nasty neighbor, throw it onto some road. Maybe they'll move away. Who knows? I suppose if you wanted to conjure your own demon drink... Yes, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. So there's this new thing that we're going to do here with our drink recipes. I guess, what are we calling it? Our drink recipes have been lost in translation, people. Quite literally, they've been lost in translation. We've written a drink recipe and put it through uh, Google Translate through all kinds of different languages and then back to English. And this is the recipe we get. And that's what we're sticking to. The name of this one is uh, Hellfire Sangria. How <laughs> would you do it, Cassie? Tell me. <laughs> Tell us all. I will read it. So, before calming down, don't calm <laughs> down. Before you calm down, have a large cup of weasel drink. Take a whiskey, lick it lightly, and place the mongoose <laughs> in a glass mug. <laughs> You need a fucking weasel and a mongoose for this one. Talk about summoning a demon. (laughs) Then choose the best dry red wine in the store. Dip your lips in wine as it is very dry. (laughs) Pour the full bottle of dry red wine into a whiskey glass. (laughs) Oh, good luck. (laughs) It is time to recap the rewards. Strawberries, blueberries, and raspberries can help. After tasting each bite, place the fruit in the cupboard. (laughs) Let the sangria rest in the refrigerator for the last 10 minutes. Enjoy! Do you have the original recipe? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay, so this is the original recipe. It actually sounds really good. So, first, grab a huge mango drink pitcher. 
Mongoose drink pitcher. Before calming down, have a large cup of weasel drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. Collect your fireball whiskey. Give it a little lick. Take a whiskey, lick it lightly. And pour one cup into the pitcher. Place in the mongoose glass mug. <laughs> then select the finest, driest red wine from the store. Pucker your lips at the wine because it is so dry. Dip your lips in the wine as it is very dry. Pour the whole bottle of dry red wine on top of the fireball whiskey in the drink pitcher. Now it is time to start chopping up your fruits. <laughs> oh, reap the rewards. Reap the rewards. Chop up your fruits. Strawberries, blueberries, and raspberries could be good for this. Throw the fruit in the pitcher once you have taste tested each piece. <laughs> so, after tasting each bite, place it in your cupboard. <laughs> I don't know where the cupboard came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering too. Let the hellfire sangria chill in the fridge for at least 10 minutes. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, kind of makes sense. A little bit. But I love the first part. Like, before calming down, have a large cup of weasel drink. Before you calm down, you have to be really angry when you start this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to try it. Where's my mangoes? That's a hellfire sangria. And we are two drunk witches. If you want to email us, gosh, if you have demon stories or if you summon demons and whatever, super interesting, talk to us, email us to too drunkwitches at gmail.com. Please. We also have a TikTok, a Facebook, and an Instagram, all at two drunk witches. Two drunk witches. A little too drunk tonight. It took a minute for that eyeball to open. We never did the You're Amanda. Oh yeah, I'm Amanda, by the way. <laughs> and I'm Cassandra. <laughs> and together we are Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> we are Captain Planet. <laughs> We combine our powers. <laughs> we summon Captain How about Planet. the power of flight? <laughs> oh, what about mind bullets? Does that do anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was the girl that could talk to animals or the sea creatures or whatever. I don't even remember her. Was she the yellow one? She had the ring and she would swim underneath the water and like her ring would go boop, boop, boop. And she would like talk to the dolphins. Oh, did you see the new Power Rangers movie? That was pretty good. Well, she wasn't a Power Ranger. She was from Captain Planet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why you're confused. What Power Ranger are you talking about? 
was like, was she yellow? Was she the yellow one? I was like, I don't know. If she was under the sea. She might have been blue. <laughs> Her name was Ariel. <laughs> she had this lobster that she never cooked, and it was a shame. <laughs> he was right there the whole time. <laughs> I hear flounder's pretty good, too. Goose from a... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help, Amanda. Sorry. What? What? 